Hello and welcome to the No Sub Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week it's the No Sellies as we will be doing our awards this past year for wrestling. And we get to re- preview AEW's World's End. I'm your host, Joseph Lesso. I'm alongside here with the model, the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Um, hey, yo. Got him. And the marquee of No Cell, Mike Booble. Do I have to say the voice of a generation now? Is that what we're doing? If you want, you know. I don't want to. Or, or love wrestling, love each other, if you no. want. It's up to you. I don't, I don't put over you. dead gimmicks. Uh, Got it. But you put over dead people, so got that going. Just all have faith in it. Oh, no. Uh, Real quick, Joe. Real quick. Yes. Yes. I know you. I know you don't listen to Cornette's podcast. I do not. Last week they were talking. I don't even know what the hell they were talking about. But something. Oh, that's right. They were talking about the. Uh, was it on Raw or AEW? Whoever was. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, SmackDown. Tribute to the troops. They were talking about the rifle guys out there twirling their rifles. And Cornette started going off about what happens if he had dropped the gun. And the bullet started like flying. And he started killing a bunch of people. He literally described the beginning of AGW. Jesus. It was fucking fantastic. I was dying so hard. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. I don't, yeah, and the cornet I don't listen to. So <laughs> I'm not one of the cool hip guys like you guys are. Well, I haven't I listened to cornet in like three months. Oh, really? Cool. I don't have the I don't have the time, especially now that it's permanent work from home. My time frame for listening to podcasts has dwindled to a uh, a fucking bare minimum. Wow. Well, there's a lot of it was like driving to and from places and lunch, you know, listening to it on lunch breaks and whatnot. Yeah. And mm. now I'm just home all the time, so I can just watch shit or do something else. Or... Yeah. Watch all the wrestling, then instead of that, I'll have to listen to uh, over it. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I've uh, dialed back on, dialed down on all my podcasting uh, listens as well. You know. But well, you guys, we listen to our podcast, the No So Podcast. Is we're gonna be, it's award year. You know, the award year since it's the new year beginning next week. Next week, I believe. I know my, if I know my math, and I know my math. Next year is the new year. Thank God. Oh, it should be. Yes, it is. But it's close enough, you know. Um, yeah, the uh, wasn't wasn't you know, terrible, but you know, I'm glad to see it go. Yeah, aren't we all? But but the only downfall is that now it's going to be like uh, election year. So the no fuck. Yeah, God. plot twist. <laughs> plot twist. It's going to be also Olympics. Go America. Oh. I don't know. Eh. No, no, two th- no, that's out. Two things I hate. Oh, God damn it. Olympics I don't give a and- fuck about those 80-year-old lip-dicked crusty fucks trying to be president or those namby-pamby <laughs> amateurs trying to do sports and shit. I don't care about either one of them. What if you switch it? What if it's 80-year-olds with lip-dicks doing Olympic sports? Then I'd fucking watch it. There it is. Watch a bunch of crippled old crusties with broken hips trying to do track and field. Fuck yeah. 
Yeah, I, I I'll, I'll probably pass on that too. But let's let, we're gonna do some awards, the no sale awards here, as we're gonna be doing a uh, best tag team breakthrough of the year, surprise of the year, best match pay per view, male wrestler, female wrestler, the no sell. and I know this is Corey's and Booble's uh, favorite time of the year. Is someone will be going into the no sell Hall of Fame? Woohoo! You know what? And him and I, him and I just confirmed who it is too, Joe. You'll find out later. Ah, great. You know, you know, we treat it seriously. Producer Zen's in it. You can't knock her contributions. Nope. Uh, and cannot. of course, the, the greatest, possibly the greatest sports entertainer of the last fifty years, because uh, he just, he never goes away. That's old Double J. <laughs> he cannot go away. Ain't he great? He's a ratings getter. So, shall we do the awards, or do we want to do uh, next week uh, the review? <laughs> I was like, I'm supposed to end the show. It's like, fuck it. Yeah. We're done. <laughs> Wrap like, yeah, it up. I'm not really new to the shit today. Or World's End. <laughs> uh, let's do I'll World's do, End. Let's do World's End. Okay. Let's build up. Let's build up. Okay. Okay. So, Mr. Booble, you have the card. I do. So, uh, break it down for us. Break it down. Thank you. Uh, so we have AW World's End uh, live from the NASA Veterans Memorial Coliseum in Uniondale, New York. That old shithole. That old shithole. I know they love the MJF and McFoley, but that arena fucking sucks. <laughs> it's trash. <laughs> He's no good. <laughs> Uh, those obviously aren't listed in order, so like, I, I imagine this match is an opening. But uh, we have the for the uh, Continental Classic Championship, the Blue League winner versus the Gold League winner. I can't <laughs> wait. They've done a really good job with this fucking tournament. It's been booked wonderfully. The the Monday this Wednesday the finals for both leagues, in the Gold League it's a three way Moxley Swerve and Jay White. So the winner of that will go on to take on the winner of the Blue League final, which is Danielson and Kingston. And uh, my guess is it's going to be Moxley versus Danielson. That's my guess. But um, they've really booked these two strong. It's been really well done. Um, and it's reflected, um, been reflected in the ratings too. Like they're the 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 Continental Classic matches have usually been the the highest quarter hour ratings on the shows. I was really hoping it would be Swerve and Danielson. I mean, it could be. I, I don't know who. I would just. I always just assumed Moxley wins, so they do a the Blackpool Combat Club like final. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it could be Swerve, could be Jay White. I like How people you... bitching it's a three-way, but the way they booked it, nobody has a win over the others to do a tiebreaker. I was going to ask you that. How you feel about it being a, a triple threat to get to the final? I mean, normally it's not the way I'd go, but it was it was booked. The Gold League is particularly was booked so well that when Jay White beat uh, him to get into it, I was like, you know what? I don't mind that. It was done well. It was explained thoroughly. Neither one has a tiebreaker. They all three have 12 points. Yeah, get him in there one more time. Do it. 
and I, they did a really good job. But there's been so many storylines through this tournament on both leagues that it's been really well done. I I don't I you mentioned it how they booked it differently for both sides, like I don't mind the it being a triple threat. Um, you know, I just hope they don't do that next year because I know they're going to bring it back next year or going oh, yeah, forward. That's what they want to do. It was too big of a success not to do it again. Um, um yeah, and I, I don't think they will. I think, but they've done a. Uh, you can tell who actually pays attention to AEW or who just wants to bury it just because it's cool to bury it when they say things like, it didn't make any sense and it hasn't been, it's just matches for the sake of matches. Like, no, there's been like legitimate storylines going through both leagues and character arcs for most of the people. It's, it's been really well. That's the thing I was worried about. I was like, could they do a G1 type thing in America and have the, the storylines going through that are easy to, to understand. And, and the answer was, yeah, they could. I like, I like that. They kept to the, um, no outside interference. Yep. Nobody you know, at ringside, no outside interference at all. 20 minute time limits. There was only I, one, I, there was only one time limit draw and that was Danielson and Claudio. Yeah. I, I was just afraid of the, you know, you know, yeah, I I just appreciate that there was no outside interference because you know, smallish finishes and in, in these type of things, just like really, but oh yeah, no, I'm glad that didn't happen. Yeah, is there a a final matchup that you like of all the possibilities that you wouldn't want to see the least? Does that make sense? Would I want to see the least? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Moxley and Kingston. Yeah, I would oh, be against that. Battle. Jesus Christ, that sounds terrible. Do you? Uh, I don't mind. I don't mind. I mean, it, I mean, it definitely feels like Danielson's winning, whoever it is. But yeah, I would just assume Danielson's winning. Like, I don't um, mind that Kingston's in the, you know, finals because it's his titles. But it's like, okay, we can they can. Uh, plus, yeah, that was a good storyline. That that was one of the good storylines through the tournament was that he started zero and two, had his back against the wall and came back, and uh, and he didn't get in easy he got in because andrade lost his final match uh to daniel garcia who didn't get any points until that last match yeah um let me see if i can find yeah. you the standings and we can it's with what appeals oh there we are the standings for the here we go uh gold moxley swerve and white all have 12 roosh and got six Mark Briscoe three and Jay Lethal zero. You knew there'd be someone who's just there to get good matches in. And up until the last night, both Briscoe and, and Lethal had zero, but Briscoe won their match. Yeah. And then for the Blue League, uh, Danielson ten, Brody King six, Andrade nine, Claudio seven, Daniel Garcia three, and then Kingston with the nine. But he had the uh, tiebreaker over uh, Andrade. Yeah. <laughs> Although it, it definitely feels like a G1 because one of those blocks is a little better than the other. <laughs> yeah. And I like that, that they were done differently, too, with where the Gold <coughs> League had three dominant guys and the Blue League on Collision was the more competitive with everybody a little more close together. 
Uh, your next match is for the FTW. It's an FTW rules match for the FTW championship. You have Hook taking on Wheeler Yuda. Well, I mean, they've actually been building this for like a month. Uh, it's just to get Hook on the pay-per-view in the hometown. And we thought this could have been on the ROH show. Yeah, last week, but last they, wanted to do, they wanted to get the hometown Long Island pop for old Hook there. Uh, zero hour thing, I'm assuming? Oh, most likely. Um, could be. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They haven't uh, delineated that yet. They always do it on the Thursday, Friday leading up to, you know, after Dynamite. They're like, by the way, I'm zero hour because of Rampage or, you know, highlights. <laughs> so, or, or who knows? It, there's no, um, it is Saturday. So there's no, um, there's no collision this week. Okay. I was going to look at because of the pay per view. Uh, does it make sense for Wheeler Yuta to win at all? No, no. no. Hook's going to win. Plus, Wheeler's got the UR- ROH Pure title. He doesn't need the FTW thing. So, just to get Hook a win in his hometown on pay-per-view. All right. Unless they really go crazy and decide what the hell. <laughs> and just say, fuck the world. There's Wheeler Yuta. Yeah, right. <laughs> FTW, this FTW match. <laughs> Uh, a singles match for the AEW TBS Championship. Julia Hart taking on Abaddon. Joe, our champion, is on pay per view. All hell. That's right, as she should be. All and hell. She will beat. House of Heart. She will. She will beat Abaddon. Yeah. Uh, main event. Should be. It should be. <laughs> yeah. Can Can you imagine? <laughs> Woo! No. Why not? <laughs> no. MJF goes on like third. <laughs> One thing, I don't know how you guys felt about it if you watched it, but Thunder Rosa's return was a fart for me. Yeah, I know. I mean, she's another one who should have left. Maybe she could go hang out with Charlotte and just uh, not come back. That'd be great. She's like another one. She doesn't like to do jobs, so, you know. I guess as long as she keeps winning in this return, I guess it's okay. (laughs) Well, hope she never faces Tony Storm, because you know going over there. Yeah. Gross. Speaking of Tony Storm, the singles match for the AEW Women's World Championship, timeless Tony Storm taking on Riho. Eh. Tony will win. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, they need some something in that women's division. Whatever it is, they need some of it. I'm glad they're not getting the one thing that they were thinking of getting. <laughs> and what's that? And what is that, Corey? Uh, Monet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad they're not getting that. They Let didn't that go fork back over the, the money for Monet. Let 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 that go back to the old company. <coughs> I don't know if it if she would have. What's the way to how the way to put this? I don't know if the matches would have been any better with her being there because she's not the no. greatest in ring performer, but star. it would have been an injection of star power. Yeah, star power would have gone up, and match quality wouldn't have made much of a difference. 
and she's a lot like Thunder Rosa. Everything's all right as long as she's winning. Comes time to putting people over, though. All of a sudden, she's got injuries and she's got attitude problems and she's crying on the floor. Hey, that, that smile's hard to keep, guys. Yeah, she lost hard it, all right, dude? Come on. Oh, hard to keep that smile. In a tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship, Big Bill and Ricky Starks, or Big Billy Starks, as some people would say, against Chris Jericho and Tibba. Oh, God. How much would I bet this is just Sammy Guevara coming back and for some reason just negating his heel push? That's what I was thinking. Oh, (laughs) not only negating, but winning the belts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Because, you know, Jericho wants to put that tag title reign on his fucking resume. Is it long enough? Like, it would have been bad enough them beating, like, anyone. But at least Omega would have been part of it. They're going to job out Big Bill and Ricky to fucking Sammy Guevara. Jesus Christ. It better not be him. But I can't imagine uh, who else would be. Like, it doesn't I, make sense. Daniel Garcia, I would think of. I don't, it's, yeah. again, whitewashing everything that they've done. It could just be one of them. It wouldn't be the first time they've whitewashed an entire Jericho program to not make sense of something. Yeah. <laughs> you broke up the group, but I'm back with you again. I believe in you. Yeah. Does he have you any, believed like, in me in my, you know, when I was down? Does he have any fellow wizard friends he can bring in? I mean, what's Harry Potter doing? I mean, Tucker um, Carlson? I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. Although, I mean, I'd be for it if Big Bill boots his fucking head into the fourth wall and goes. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally fun. fucking for it. Oh, all that'd, from that'd Big fun. Bill. I just love the fact that, you know, I know we're, we're talking about another time, the Jericho getting roasted, but I just love the fact, I don't know if you guys saw someone like retreat his thing calling, well, let's find out what your wife was doing on January 6th. Did you sign an NDA on that one? Oh, Jericho. I always, like, forget that I can't read his shit. So I saw, like, other people's responses. I click on it, and I'm not allowed to view it because he blocked me. Um, he just basically <laughs> said how uh, he was I, in the I, room. I saw it. I saw okay. it. Yeah. But I, I always forget when he does something, and I go to look at it, like, through the, like, go back to the thread to find out when it all started, and I can't ever see it because <laughs> I made him angry. Eh, fuck you. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, and then, I mean, I I more or less said that, which is what got me blocked. (laughs) Uh, in a no disqualification match for the AEW TNT Championship, Christian Cage versus Adam Copeland. Okay, I'm all in on this one. It's been done really well. I hope that, uh, the Patriarch keeps his title. But I would not be surprised if they gave that to Copeland. Let him have a title on him. It'll legitimize the entire signing. Mm-hmm. I hope Christian wins. Yeah. Um, I, again, they did the right thing. They had the promo with Christian yeah. uh, Nick Wayne's perfect, mom. It made perfect sense. And Christian but, scored but they, twice that night. Yeah. I scored in multiple ways that night. Yeah, because now she's the matriarch. I'm like, God damn. Was it like 
He was going raw and he wasn't talking about WWE. Oh, uh, it was so good. Everything made sense. But they, they <laughs> so of course the, the announcer was still like, I don't understand why she did what she did. Like she she just told you. Yeah, she, she played told out you. Said he tried to he tried to scramble my kids' brains into jelly. Uh, I'm gonna take care of my kid. What am I supposed to do here? Makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, I just feel like it's not time for Christian to lose that belt yet. It's it's there's still more to do with this. I agree. I, I hope, agree. I hope. But at the same time, I almost want to see what he does without the belt. Like what what does he come up with? What's he say? How does it continue? But then, but in my and do you think that it will kind of do? What the TNT title happens when it, you know, example, when Sammy was champion, it was going to higher levels because Sammy was putting on good matches and this and that. And the, the title meant something. And then who then they the next guy gets it, does nothing with it. And then it becomes, well, oh, it's just another, you know, what I mean, like it's another to be honest, title. It doesn't it doesn't matter. OK, to be yeah. honest, it, it doesn't matter because whether anybody likes to hear it or not, that's what the international titles for now is those hot weekly defenses. Oh, OK. TNT which title is not, is not about which, that anymore. Okay. Okay. Which I was going to br- ask if that was, are we at that point where that title doesn't mean a thing that much anymore? So, yeah, it doesn't. So, by the way, that title, no Orange Cassidy yet. So, I, I assume that he will be on here as a tag matcher, um, maybe a defense. Yeah, probably. What if it's Orange Cassidy in Jericho? Oh no, no! Don't. <laughs> I mean, Jericho would love it because. <laughs> no, we've already. He, he's already killed his run once. <laughs> just right? kill him again. Yeah, he you're kill him again once. Yeah. Well, you're hot again. Let me try it again, dude. <laughs> yeah, we can work together now. Uh, did we get a Beth sighting here? You know, I keep wondering when that's going to happen. And now that Shane is on Christian's side, there's there's a good chance we do get a best sighting. That would inject some star power in the women's division. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, doubt that. Does she own that name? Can she be Beth Phoenix? Yeah, she was Beth Phoenix before, I believe. Nice. Oh yeah, that's a badass name. Yeah. Be weird to be Beth Copeland. That wouldn't be as fun. It might be. Who knows? <laughs> Phoenix Copeland. <laughs> and then uh, in your main event for the AEW World Championship, MJF taking on Samoa Joe. Oh man, I I get the feeling we're gonna get a we're gonna get a the the devil thing is gonna come to a head here. Um, I agree. I, I don't know what's like going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm praying Joe wins the title. Yeah, because MJF is legitimately hurt. I don't. How, what do you guys feel? Did you, how do you guys feel about the fact that the devil made a promo or did a cut a promo via Titantron wording, and he's like, you know what, MJF, I want a title match next week for the ROH tag titles. Which I think is a way to get those tag belts off because he's injured. He's gonna yeah, have to yeah. take time off. Yeah. 
So make all the sense in the world to me that Joe gets the belt and the Ring of Honor tag belts go to who the fuck ever these guys are. As someone yelled, <laughs> "Bully Ray!" <laughs> oh my <laughs> God, God. Bully Ray! Oh, oh God! Don't you put that out in the world? Oh, <laughs> oh God! But it, it's all in all, the the devil's going to be <laughs> like it's that they're doing like oh the God. blinking you, red lights that it's it's Wardlow as the devil because when the devil come promo comes on comes up, then he cuts a promo about how good and evil and the evil and you know MJF will come back. Blah, blah, blah. Do you mean that Bully Ray's in charge of it so it won't really be the devil and his minions, but the return of aces and eights? Hell yeah. I'm all for it. That's a fact. You should have been on Mount Rushmore last week. So I'm talking God about. God damn. Now we're good. Now we're talking high quality here. Aces and eights. Oh. Jesus. That was so good until the reveal, and then it wasn't. Yep. Womp womp. Uh, <laughs> They're going to definitely have to announce some extra matches this week. Is, uh, that's not even uh, close to a full card. Uh, no. H- hype, hype level, not high for this one, but they always... Yeah. Uh, let's see what, this one's all sold on the devil stuff with MJF. It's in his hometown. It's mm-hmm. sold well because of that. Um, and if the devil, whatever, however it play, costs him the belt, that's a way to not have the building burned down by MGF losing in his hometown. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to be happy if le- Joe just beats him clean. <laughs> Did you hear about the next pay-per-view in uh, Revolution in Greensboro Coliseum? What about it? Well, it's selling really well because of Sting's final match. They originally mm-hmm. set it up for a little under 9,000. They've already sold over 10,000 tickets. Awesome. So that's going to go well. And that was... That, I don't know. I mean, it, it's an obvious idea, but it was so smart to put it in Greensboro Coliseum. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, were they just like, was it just hard to secure? Is that why they waited so long to announce it? Probably. Is it like, a, my guess. It was like, does WWE run that ever? Yeah, they run it. Although I don't know how well they go to, uh, it's when they do North Carolina now. It's usually all Charlotte. Yeah. For big, for they may do house shows in Greensboro, but in terms of TV, it's it's usually Charlotte. I still think the match should be Darby with Sting. I still think it just Darby makes sense. Yeah, if he's not too busy running, oh, running up that mountain. <laughs> you know, Flair wants it to be him. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh God. Well, Flair is fucking nuts. Okay. <laughs> Wooings. Wooings. Uh. No, nobody wants that. No, no. <laughs> Their last Nitro match, as sentimental as it was, wasn't good. No, it was terrible. <laughs> Old Flair wrestling in a tucked-in T-shirt. And <laughs> now that's that's uh, 22 years ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so we don't want that. No, no, we don't. Well, we did watch. We did watch <laughs> the, you know. Andrade tag match and how Flair fell asleep. So, yeah, I don't oh. think uh, I don't think Mr. Khan wants him falling asleep on a live, you know, pay per view. Imagine him falling asleep during a one on one match on pay per view. <laughs> I mean, if if anybody can do it. <laughs> yeah. so I suspect they'll add something. Oh, I I suspect they're gonna add a couple more. Um. For sure, Cassidy might be on the thing. 
Um, um, maybe another like a tag team women's match. I know Soraya. I mean, like Ruby are falling apart, so that could be a zero hour match. Um, I mean, they lost the shits out of Star Power last month because of injuries and just or whatever time off or whatever. So like, I think they were banking on this card being a little more you know heavy at the end, but. It's like now the Bucks aren't there. Omega's hurt. Um, yeah, I mean, so they're missing some star power for sure. So it would be, I would be shocked if Orange Cassidy wasn't on the card somewhere. I, I one thing, I, one thing I would maybe expect is that they brought um, Dante Martin's back. His ankle healed, so they've been doing a three, three. They're on a three man tag now, so I assume like a six person tag would be added to the to the card. So, we'll see. It healed up. So, so uh, that's what Saturday. That is Saturday. Sick. Sick. Yeah, thirtieth. Sweet, sweet, sweet. So, and they don't have one in January, right? They're still good. They're still off till February. Uh, no, they're out until March. March eighth, well, their third March third, I think, is Revolution. Jesus Christ. <coughs> And then they're going to start doing the monthly one when they don't want to. Probably. Well, it depends on what kind of deal they see. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, what happens with the deal? Yeah. Okay. I know we're going to start the award show soon, but do you want to know uh, NXT's moment of the year was? Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Um, It was The Undertaker showing up. Oh, Christ almighty. Yeah. Oh, to, to give the seal of approval to a guy two feet smaller than him? Bingo. <laughs> that was the moment of the year for NXT. Is the, the optics of that were just ridiculous. Uh, real quick, since you brought up NXT, uh, good on Regal's kid going to Japan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, at least now I'll watch that match. <laughs> yeah, so NXT is partnering up, or WWE is partnering up with All Japan Pro Wrestling for a, a night. Is there a backstory on why, or is it just kind of? Like, I guess what? is they're they're trying to make their inroads into Japan again, and maybe they're trying to use All Japan Pro Wrestling as uh, what they would tell them is an equal partnership, but what uh, All Japan wouldn't know would be to they're going to become their feeder system. Yep. It's going to be uh, NXT oh. Japan. Yeah. Although All Japan is one of the companies that signed up to be part of that. Oh, what's it called? It's like a weird like union of, of companies all working together to help each other to try to rebuild their their economy, wrestling economy in Japan. Mm-hmm. It's all the, I mean, it's, it's New Japan, it's Stardom, it's DDT, it's Pro Wrestling Noah, it's All Japan, it's Dragon Gate, it's every major or even semi-major so, company you've heard of from that com- country all working together. Yeah, with um, Tanahashi as president now, or is that? Well, no, he's just the president of New Japan. Is that storyline, or is that like he's legitimately? No, they don't do storylines like that in Japan, buddy. Really? <laughs> no. he's, well, he's the president. The only reason I ask is because he did uh, a well. conference. He did a press conference yesterday. He's like, yeah, I still want a main event and be part of uh, the uh, Wrestle Kingdom. I still want a main event. And I'm like, you know, just my in my head. I'm like, wait, what? You know, 
I mean, and Inoki was president for years and still wrestled. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, no, he's he's in charge now. He's the president. Interesting. You guys, you guys see what's going on here, though, right? So Moxley declared himself ace of the world, bitch. So Tanahashi's like, well, no. fuck you, that I'm president of a company. Yep. He's like, one up, bitch. You're, not, you're, you're no, you're no, you're no, you're no longer working here, right, asshole? <laughs> Next, Mox's like, well, cool, cool, Tanahashi. I'm gonna buy a country. Now what? Yeah. It's Tanahashi. a weird arms race between Tanahashi and Mox. Tanahashi buys the air rights above that fucking country. <laughs> Game set match, bitch. (laughs) It's the feud nobody knew was going on, but we all needed. Yes. The one upsmanship. (laughs) Did you ever think Corey daughter? (laughs) Did you ever think the NWA would return to Japan, Corey? (laughs) No. Nope. Uh, So yeah, that's weird. I don't know if it's is it just him going over or that's what it's that as of this current moment, it's just him going. I find it's the, weird that it's him. Because you, didn't you say it was going to be Gable Stevenson, or that was what the? Well, that was there. They were thinking Gable Stevenson, but apparently Japan did a uh, you know a background <laughs> check. They they typed his name into Google. They, that shit still matters in Japan. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, some uh, does, some don't. It's weird. I don't think Gable's been making a lot of uh, international trips for this company. No. Nope. No. I thought it was kind of cool, too, that Regal got to announce it via, you know, you know, handheld phone. But, you know, what he threw me off for a minute, because uh, if you watched it, he's like, I'm Lord Stephen Regal. I'm like, wait, <laughs> wait, you can't call yourself William right now? But he's like, but I also been known known as William. <laughs> like, it threw me off for a whole minute. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, well, I guess the Japanese fans who remember him would remember him more as Lord Steven. Yeah. Because he was a, he was about to break in and be a full-timer in 96 before the plane incident. Mm-hmm. Where he pissed all over the uh, <laughs> stewardess and got booted out in Alaska. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, fun stuff. <laughs> He's had a wild life. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of, kind of stalled him becoming a regular in Japan. Jeez. All right. Shall we start the awards, gentlemen? I mean, uh, sure. I got my bow tie on. I got no pants on, so that works. Because right, it's optional, right? Pants optional? Or do I need to wear pants? If you could wear the LL Cool J pants where, like, one leg is up, that'd be cool. I'm not that cool. I don't think I can do that. All right. There's a whole Let's... generation of kids now who just, uh, why are you guys talking about that guy from fucking NCIS? NCIS. Fuck? That's Agent Sam Hannity, to you, by the way. I've never seen that one. Me neither. Uh, so, I just started watching it. It is so hokey. But I love it so much. Well, here's a weird thing. Totally <laughs> off topic. I am not a Chris O'Donnell guy. Uh, to me, he's always... He's, and even in this show, every time I see it, he is still just Robin from Batman Forever. I mean, he, uh, he always will be. 
Yeah, I just I don't like the guy. Period. So that was always a turnoff <laughs> on that show. That's fair. Yeah, yeah he did anything to me. It's for some reason. Some you people just don't just like have his a face. face. <laughs> yeah, some people just have a punchable face. I mean, there's that. There's that. All right, let's start off, shall we, with tag team of the year. So before Man. you give any like what ifs or lists of nominees, can I just say that this was the weakest category this year? I, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Um, and and that hurts Corey because this is his domain. It does. This there were plenty of teams who had okay years, mm-hmm. but there was not any one team that had a great year. Like we, you know, you like we can bring up people. We had. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, they had their one match, good they were moment. hot as fuck. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they, they were hot moment. from January to March, and then not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your current tag team champions, Priest and Balor, but that's just because of the champions right now. Yeah, they, um, name me one match they've had that's been worth a shit, though. That's true. I would get, I would I would even I would throw in the Creed brothers. What I've been told heard is that they've been doing some good matches on. But again, but, but it's been like a month on the main roster. Exactly. Um, <laughs> who's the current uh, AW? Oh, Big Bill. Although we should say show- that if a, if just a month on the main roster gets you consideration, that just proves this year was a really light year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's mostly uh, like tag teams as part of factions. There's not like a just like standalone tag teams. Yeah, yep. and you can, and we didn't put the six man tag teams involved as well because just because it's six man tags. But our tag team of the year is FTR. I would say they had the best of the so so years. I would agree. Uh, they were a constant this year. They always count on them to have a great match with whoever they're working with. And they did enough important stuff like throughout the calendar of the year with, you know, a lot of some stretches in there where they just were either not on TV or just didn't do anything of note. Like they all, every team had that, which is why it was so frustrating this year. Oh yeah. Like there wasn't even a team in Japan to, to throw in and back. What about this team? Nobody. It was um, Aussie Open looked really good for half the year, but Kyle Davis kept getting hurt, and now Kyle Fletcher's broken out as a singles dude. So who knows if that's even still a team moving forward? Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, that's a problem. But yeah, it's a you know as people said, this is a you know Corey, this is your division, and it's just kind of crummy that there was not a whole lot of. Well, I got some. I got some good news for 2024 tag team to, uh, today. That is that uh, making their TNA debuts at Hard to Kill Grizzled Young Vets. The team from six, NXT. Six. That, Hopefully yeah. they have their hair back, right? Yeah, they do. They do. Uh, they're debuting at Hard to Kill and they're signed with TNA. So that's a good sign. Yeah. Like it was such he- a rough year. Like somebody thought in 2023 it was a good idea. Hey, let's get DIY back together. <laughs> <laughs> Something's got to work. <laughs> well, you know Triple H isn't going to give up on those two. He's gonna, he's gonna, uh, they'll be around. But at least unlike Carry Across, they have talent. Woo-hoo! You ain't kidding there. 
Oh, what a group that's going to be, by the way. Holy fuck. Wait, what? Carrie and Cross and the Authors of Pain together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a no for me, dog. That's a no from everybody. That's Hunter. You just sometimes you got to take the L, buddy. You just got to take the L on that one, man. <laughs> it's Ooh. okay. You're you're hitting a pretty good average right now. Just go ahead and cut that one loose. Nope. <laughs> he, he's gonna keep riding, carrying cross, no matter what. He's gonna, if possible, he's gonna I put mean, him in the cleanup spot. I mean, even Scarlett doesn't ride carrying cross. <laughs> God, I know. Hey, no. Yeah, I know it'll get crossover. Authors of pain. <laughs> uh, somehow the worst version of LOD 2000. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Woo. Good luck on that got, one. Got him. <laughs> All right. Let's do a breakthrough wrestler of the year. Interesting. Yeah, we had, you know. You know, I know uh, Booble. I I put him there for myself, Dom, Mister uh, Dirty Dom. Let's be so. honest, though, is he really a breakthrough star? He still sucks in the ring, like absolutely terrible. Like it's the character for me. <laughs> yeah, but how much is that really going to give you? Not a whole lot, but it's just there. Take him away from Rhea. What does he have? Uh, prison time. Prison um, time. Yep. <laughs> Um, hmm. a father who doesn't love him. That's true. He's dead. How can you love? Him? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Touche, sir. Um, but that's why he's not our uh, breakthrough rush of the year. Um, our who breakthrough rush, our breakthrough wrestler of the year is one Swerve Strickland. Yep, deservedly so. Went from lower mid-card at the beginning of the year, but with promise, to just about smashing that glass ceiling. And they're going to have... The only thing that sucks, they're going to have to turn him babyface. Uh, yeah. He's getting way too popular. Which would be... And he's not even trying. He's actually trying. He's, he's, he's going old school. He's trying to get the heel heat. And they like it's not the same. So I don't. I'm not comparing these two. So people listen. Don't fucking lose your mind here. But it's like it's like Austin in '97, right? Like he tried, and the people were like, "We don't care. We love this dude. We're just gonna cheer yeah. him." So figure it out. <laughs> Which is why, He's, like, uh, he should win this tournament. Like the timing is here for him now. Maybe he will. Maybe they see like, that. I know, I know Danielson wants it, and it was essentially created for him. I get all of that. It's sort of like his kind of a gold watch kind of thing from Tony because he can't. We probably can't go to Japan to do that. But it's not going to make Danielson more over. Yeah. It will absolutely skyrocket Swerve. And he's not stupid, Danielson. Like I wouldn't be surprised if. Let's put it this way: I don't think Danielson would be the stumbling block. Uh, first four winning. I think it's another guy in the gold league who wants to be in the finals and win. Uh, Moxley. Uh, that's what I think. <laughs> you know, it'd be but, great. Uh, 
is if like Tony booked it so it was Swerve versus Danielson. He's like, hey Danielson, let's go it over. And then the match, Danielson calls an audible and has Swerve win. I think they, I think they they could. That'd be cool as hell. I don't know if they're, but I don't know if they might want to save the world title for him instead of this triple crown. He's made so much noise. I I, I really think he's going to be a heavy player in the world title scene next year. With him winning at some point, as he should be. He's he's there, man. Which is you know what's cool about Swerve, like and of like we are in a unique position to talk about this. He's very much that like underground band who we knew about, and now the rest of the world got their like major release like album debut. We were like no, we knew about this dude like years ago. Whose house? It's so cool, man. Oh, they did that shit in L.A. Did you see that football game? Yep. Just looked at it like what? I think quite easily this of all the signings, this is the biggest mistake WWE made. With all the people that AEW got, this is the one. It's, tur- it's turning into, which is crazy, right? Because that includes yeah. Adam Cole. <laughs> like that's that's nuts. <laughs> when they let him go, I was like, "What are you doing?" That's the dude. And then they brought uh, all the rest of them back, and I was like, "Wow, that's <laughs> short-sighted." Like that. You did it wrong, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> the only other person I actually thought of uh, that I think would have maybe qualified, I still think it's Swerve, would have been Logan Paul. Yeah, I could see that. He won a title, had a big match. I, I could see that. I'd still go Swerve. As would I. I think it's hard to give it to somebody who's part-time, so that I get. I, I it's, that, it's that crazy thing of when what was it all in when he took on Sting and got you know buried in the coffin, and then a lot of times when those that type of situation happens, there was no in some wrestlers there was no way to come back from it. And then within a what month later he's feuding with Hangman. Yep. So it's just that crazy thing of like they were able to pull him from that feud against Sting and Darby. To now, you know, taking on Hangman and making more of a star for himself. Because it's like, the, again, you know, when someone when someone gets put in a casket, they're gone for three months. And he was well, back that's in the other. Like, that's that's in yeah. the other company. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like seeing that just OK. And then two weeks later, he's back and like he's pissed. And it's like, OK, where are we going with this? And then, oh, it's Hangman. Like, so. if if Joe beats MJF and the next title, like the short term title feud is Samoa Joe versus Swerve, yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> All right, our uh, surprise moment of the year. We had a lot, but. Our surprise moment of the year is WWE being sold. No one thought that would ever, the day would ever come. When they'd rumored it, they'd uh, hinted at it, but it just came all at once over WrestleMania weekend, like, boom, all by the way. <laughs> Deal's done. Uh, being sold to Endeavor. I would like everybody, like you just assumed that at some point, some, like Vince would obviously 
leave or whatever it is. Like, and someday he wouldn't be there. However, that happens. And you just figured somebody in his family would own it and run it. And, you know, it would just kind of continue on. And just to have it not be in the McMahon family, which is 70 years, Corey, 80 years, something like that. About 80 years. For over 50 years. Jesus Christ, man. That's nuts. You know, you know what it means? Point blank, quite simply. You know, I think he realized in the late 90s, Shane wasn't it. But he put all his his effort into Stephanie. And I think he finally decided a couple of years ago, she wasn't capable either to his vision. So he mm. decided, fuck it. Neither one of them gets it. Doesn't stay in the family. I'm going to get my money. That's uh, <laughs> you know what Shane screwed Shane. <laughs> it has no remorse whatsoever. According to that, Vince, man. according to Vince, Shane screwed Shane. God <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, that was a that was a weird weekend. Yeah, and, no, it really and was. It, well, and it still is that is that continuation part too. Like you know the you know the rumors of like well. We don't want, they don't want Vince anymore. So it's just like, okay, so Vince, you know, it's like the joke of, uh, um, from, uh, stepbrothers. You're, so you're selling the boat and we get nothing. What I thought fuck? it was, I thought it was sweet justice that, uh, Vince fucked his family out of all the money and then foolishly thought he'd get to remain in power while the people he sold to were playing him the whole time. Oh, just the, just the whole was, time. Yeah, it was sweet justice. It was vindication. I laugh. And the thing is, now the company is still owned by a bunch of sex pest fucking pervert pieces of shit, just in a different company. <laughs> but nobody sees that. Now that thing, Vince isn't there, so it's all sunshines and, and lollipops now. Yep, yep. Do all a Google right. search, you bastards. <laughs> it's not hard. That's what she said? To Vance. Hey, now. Hey, we'll keep that under wraps, brother. Uh, our best match of the year. We had a lot. We had, we had some. We All of us had something different. Where we came That's to the right. agreement on. That's right. We, we did off of the, at the mine, beginning, yeah. Because mine was the... Texas death match between Swerve and Hangman. Which I went five on. Yeah. And I want to say, Corey, you was uh, Omega and Osprey, which, again, great match. Forbidden Door, which I also went five on. But we went and the with... winner. And mine, the one that I suggested, was one we actually, I think we all eventually came to, was... Yep. Uh, I almost called the wrong name. <laughs> Jay White and Juice Robinson. Uh, taking on FTR. Which I went 5 on. And, uh, I mean, Corey would know this better. Is that the best tag match on American television history? Yes, it is, without doubt. Uh, uh, the, 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 the ones up until then were all Crockett promotions in the 80s, but mm-hmm. the greatest being, in my opinion, the Midnight Express Fantastics hour-long match on, I believe, Pro in 88. It was either Worldwide or Pro. They went the full hour. Pro that was the greatest right. tag match on TV 
up until this. The, and that match they didn't promote other matches, and then they realized well, it went an hour, so we have to cut stuff. Nope, they just like, jokingly, uh, they just said it's an hour long match. Essence Pro and Worldwide were the ones that weren't, you know, uh, they weren't hinted at as live. You know, they were taped. They oh. just gave the whole hour to that match. That's awesome. And what a fucking match it was. It's worth going out of your way to find, but that's beside the point. Here, yes, uh, the FTR against uh, Bullet Club Gold is bang, bang. the best TV match I've ever seen uh, for tag teams. I mean, it's what? up there with just just matches, right? Yeah. yeah. Like even If you think of even the best singles matches on TV, like this, this, this is in that conversation of greatest ever on like, you know, non-pay-per-view free TV. Flair and Wyndham, Garvin and Blanchard, uh, been on a mission against the Smoking Guns. Of course. Yeah. There it is. One of those might not belong. But, uh, yes. Brawl for all, of course, always in there. <laughs> yeah. Any, any, anything with <laughs> Justin Hawk Bradshaw, really. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some Hawk. Like, and, uh, probably a big reason why FTR was kind of the tag team of the year, right? Because what what saved it's kind of, them? What pushed them over? What put them over for tag team of the year was that early collision run. Um, those first six or eight weeks, the, the six yeah. bands with Punk, and then just the tag matches. Every week they were like the best part yeah. of the show. And those so, six yeah. bands were incredible too. They were so good. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say like that feud. That like feud started. With the the two teams were just oh. like okay, this is great, and, and then I was gonna like that was something I was gonna bring up for breakthrough. Like it's a weird nominee because it would be like an American specific breakthrough would have been Takeshita, but he I fell off so hard at the end of the year that it he didn't was... make sense. But he's also like it like big in Japan, so it was a weird thing. Yeah. Yeah, he was on my list, but again, that uh, like, this, how do you beat Omega twice and have. then just yeah. go nowhere? Like, I it, yeah, they really need to give him a, a significant push and keep him on, and he'd be a huge star. That's one of the things I hope they work on in the next year is prioritizing who gets consistent fucking pushes. Like, they have some good, like, even if they're not quote unquote young, like by years. They're new on like to a lot of these people watching. So your swerves, your Takeshitas, like you have a foundation you can build around. It's like I don't understand. It's like I, I can't quite decide which method is better, A and E's and AEW. <laughs> like uh, have a ton, have a lot of guys under contract and use some for a while, then they go off and you use other new ones and nobody. Sometimes it's hard for people to get a uh, hold, you know, to get going. Mm-hmm. Or is it WWE's version where you have a lot of guys under contract and you just consistently use the same 10 and nobody even knows the other guys are under contract? Because uh, they both are bad ways to go about it. But I can't quite figure out which one does worse. I mean, the WWE version gives you bigger stars, but the AEW version gives you a better chance to become a star. Like, it's weird, man. I don't... Yeah, both approaches are terrible. Okay? Yeah. 
it's honestly it's because they're both guilty of in different ways like just relying on like older names oh yeah it and it's always been that way in wwe and this past year and a half it's become the AEW thing that sucks mm-hmm. i liked it when they were just like the challenger brand giving you something different giving new guys now it's just like all right if you have a name you're going to consistently be here it, somebody is- somebody on Twitter posted the entire first episode of Dynamite. And yeah. I watched like I skimmed it because it was like and I'm like I was just like this feels so much different than what we currently get on. Oh yeah. AEW. Yeah, what happened is like a year and a half actually you know what it was late 2021 so two years like two years ago. Two years ago, when they signed all those guys at once, it became all about getting names from WWE instead of building up the young guys you were building up. And it absolutely hurt their business and the guys they had. Um, Hopefully that shit's done. Hopefully. You never know. With what's been going on the last week, I kind of like it. WWE's been re-signing everybody under the sun to long-term contracts. Yeah. Because they've decided they don't want to lose anybody ever, they said. <laughs> We're family. Especially Karrion Cross. Got to lock him in. Well, that's why he's getting the six-man now. <laughs> so, Corey, what's the worst, what's the worst signing? Karrion Cross or Soraya? Oh, carrying cross. Yeah, that, yeah, that's not even. <laughs> that's sad. Yeah, it's not even close. With Saray, I was like, you know, okay, you get one. You get the first match will be a nice little moment for her, and but that's really all you cared about, and that's all really all you wanted. You know, it's like okay, after that, who cares about it? He brought carrying cross back to be a main event at WrestleMania, buddy. <laughs> Came out wearing the double J suspenders. <laughs> I mean. That motherfucker, I don't know what it is, but Triple H loves him some carrying cross. At least, at least I, he was, doesn't look like Mad Max character, all right? Can we just say that? He was, he was the first guy he brought back. Yeah. The first one. He interrupted a Roman Reigns promo to come back. <laughs> Roman had to get back. He's like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> no, more like who the fuck was that? <laughs> this is where Rowan needs to channel his cousin and say, "What the hell is a carry across?" Yeah. <laughs> Notice he never amazing. wrestled him. <laughs> Notice it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. I mean, I Rowan doesn't use that stroke a lot, uh, but he uses it when it's necessary. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not doing that. Not no no. <laughs> Yeah, I'm out of town that month. Sorry. So that's that's by far the worst signing. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, well, that wasn't an award, but I'll allow it. Um, even though he's been there for a while. Um, <laughs> the worst signing of the year. Oh, no, going forward, that definitely is an award, however. This year yeah. it's carrying across. Well, well, this year it could be Nia. Just because it's Nia Jax. And yeah, Vince talk about head scratcher more. of the year. Nice. There it is. Head scratcher. <laughs> there you go. Let's see. I've got one more move I can make before my illustrious career is well, over and I'm booted to the side. Got to resign Nia Jax, damn it. 
I was like, well, it's not really that. It's like Vince is like, well, fuck you, guy. I'm getting out. Well, fuck you. Here's Nia Jax to an ironclad contract. Go fuck yeah. yourself. Oh, my God. So I'm, I'm putting that worst hire of the year and a head scratcher so for future shows. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Um, let's talk about best pay-per-view of the year. I'm honestly surprised we went that this was the overall winner. Oh, this was my number one pick immediately. Um, uh, <laughs> it wasn't my blow away number one, but at the end of it, I was like, well, it was a, it was a good show. The atmosphere was insane. Mm-hmm. And I knew it would get the least resistance from YouTube. Um, uh, I didn't suggest it, but for me up there was all in. Uh, yeah. Uh, ironically, I preferred all out. Yeah. All out. It's it, it, all out and all in. It's kind of like, it's a worse comparison, but it's like Michaels and taker, you know, e- either or could flip for me. Uh, of the two, I preferred all in, but if you're going to, any of that, I would prefer Forbidden Door over both of them. And ironically enough, because I'm the only one who watched it, I didn't bother, But and I'm not bullshitting you, but this past week's Ring of Honor final battle would have been in my short discussion. Oh, wow. Okay. But our agreement and our pay-per-view of the year is WWE Backlash. Yeah. I mean, it was... Which, it's, uh, it's one of the best shows they've done in a really long time. It also helped me realize how stupid most wrestling fans are. As uh, before it happened, everybody was bitching about how it wasn't taking place in the U.S. <laughs> God damn it. I hate people. <laughs> I really hate people. But yeah, like, look how awesome it was. So I know, you know, you had the, you know, the, one of the biggest pops in the of the years, Bad Bunny's entrance. But they gave us like a drone shot in the arena, not outside. Um, you know, it was a good street fight. You had all the pops from, you know, um, Carlito returning. But, I, you know, for us, you know, the bigger pop will be uh, the king of the triple threat. Thank you. Should have resigned his ass, not Carlito. That's right. Well, they did sign Carlito, and then that's a head scratcher. But that's also the fact of um, then they did nothing for him for huh. since I, then, and now he's a meme of the reason why everything is bad is because of uh, Santos Escobar. They're wonderful at booking minorities, though. Yeah. Um. Also, I have the the wiki up. We also had them, uh, Cody beating Brock via roll up, kind of the um, Brock had him in the Kimura, but yep. got him up for the pin. Uh, Zelina Vega getting her moment when she took on Rhea, but she got like that, like the standing ovation, and then got killed. Got killed <laughs> and got slaughtered. You had Seth Rollins <laughs> trying to do his darndest against Omos. Uh, Bianca and Io, which, which was a great was, match, which was a great match, and like the crowd decided before the match that it was going to be their match of the night. It was so strange, but they delivered. And also, like, 
I'm being like C- Cody got a huge pop. Don't get me wrong, right? Yeah. But EO Sky only slightly behind Bad Bunny for pop of the night. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> I don't. I don't know what was uh, the, what happened with that crowd, but they were so in on EO Sky. <laughs> Puerto Rico loves EO Sky. Apparently, that's what yep. we learned. And then uh, the six man of the bloodline and KO and Sammy and the uh, future endeavored Matt Riddle. Mm, oh, can it be? And was that solo in the Usos? Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, it was solo in the Usos. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. So not no, surprised. No best best paper of the year. No Roman. Okay. Got him. <laughs> Got him. Also, the dude I, has, I, the dude. you know what? You guys still may not agree with me. That's fine. But at the end of the year, I feel like I was vindicated. I'll take my victory lap, even if I'm the only one who thinks it. Uh, tell me how this year wouldn't have been exactly the same if Cody had beat him at Mania. Uh, at least I think it was my joke. Would be at least Cody would be at the. It would have would, brought even more juice to the Brock Cody feud. Yep. It wouldn't have made any difference in this whole bloodline saga. So, wouldn't have done a thing different. It would have actually made more sense in some ways. It just would have ruined my story for Cody, which is he never wins. Which is all I want <laughs> in life now. I just want him to never win. Well, I mean, they keep signing all these names. He's you're gonna get your wish. <laughs> um, now we've got we've got old pissy pants coming back in to try to get his his due, his just due. And now the rocks making grumblings about being re- making returns of mania. I hope that doesn't happen, by the way. Well, people want him to go down to uh Australia for um Elimination Chamber. Yeah. 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 Why would he if I'm the rock, yeah. I'm gonna come back for chamber but not do nothing for Mania. <laughs> I was, I was, good idea. I'll just allow the rock to do you know, dress up like his ninety rock fanny pack and let him be let him do that again. He's a, he he's looking desperate for a win. In any kind, in any way right now. Oh, that's why he's gonna go to uh he's gonna do an A twenty four uh um indie movie. movie now. Yeah. And somehow the rock will make that terrible. <laughs> so we'll see. Although uh, uh although I I apparently the only person on earth who didn't like the the latest A twenty four offering, but that's what I need does. to see it still. I I really want to see it, but we'll see. Um it'll be interesting this year to see who gets Cornhold and butt fucked in terms of the mania main events. I know who I'm hoping gets fucked over, but I wouldn't put money on it. So let's do, uh, I think, I think this year we, we can do a male wrestle of the year first, shall we? Why? Um, it's the stronger of the two categories. You sure about that? Who the hell yes. are the women are you considering for wrestler of the year? No, 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 it is. No, I'm just, I'd love I'm to hear your, to... let's hear your four, Joe, right now. Oh, I got no one. I'm just going to do, I was just saying who the winner was. And Nia Jax, this isn't like women. WWE. Uh, we don't okay. got to give them main event just because it feels right. Okay. Let's do female <laughs> then. We got one person and one person only. That's right. Who and is even it? She's not a, 
and even she's not a blow away winner, by the way. First of all, she can blow whatever she wants. She kicked over a Christmas tree. <laughs> That'd be one Rhea Ripley. This was a lot like tag team of the year to me, guys. It was like, wow, there's someone's gonna win. And she's the she's deserving, but I mean she spent half the year not working at all, so Well, but she spent half the year not working in the ring. She worked her ass off to get Dominic over. That's true. That's true. She is responsible for his career and will be responsible for his non-career when it ends. That's absolutely <laughs> true as well. So that's why Breakthrough <laughs> came out, too. No. There was no one else under serious consideration, really. Uh, no, because they didn't capitalize, shockingly, on EOS guys. Uh, Backlash round. They should have You're- gone with that and didn't. Uh, Jamie well, Hader got hurt. Jamie Hader could have had a run, but she got hurt. So you know, yeah. Julia is too new to be to warrant the discussion. I know it's going to hurt you too. It, but, I know no, that. However, Tony Storm turned herself into a caricature. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, hey, she's more over. So I mean, you can't say she made the wrong decision, but she sacrificed a lot of stuff mm-hmm. to become a cartoon character. Ironically, she left WWE because she hated to be part of the WWE cartoon machine, but then she made herself a cartoon here to get over. Something to be said. I just, about. Yeah, I just think in WWE, she was just never going to get past the seven people who were in front of her. Even though she was better than four of them, at least. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. She just, she was yeah. never going to happen. There's a, there's a hierarchy. In that company, that uh, it's hard to get past. I mean, male and female. Rhea has been the best female wrestler on earth for three years, and look how long it take her to get past that. It took so long. Well, she had a certain, you know, blonde, <laughs> a, certain, a certain flair in front of her. Yeah, pushing and pushing and pushing. Yeah, weak division. Rhea, Rhea's earned it, though. She dominant run that great match at Mania where she beat Charlotte for the title. Mm-hmm. And then she pretty much spent, from what I remember Joe telling us in Results Weekly, I think she spent the months May through August beating Natalia Weekly on Raw. Yeah, that was accurate. a thing. And that also thing. Uh, at least one pay-per-view. Yeah. I think it was multiple pay-per-views, to be frank, but um, I digress on that one. I'm um, curious what they do with her for Mania. Uh, rumor is Becky. As they've mm. never done that match. So I wouldn't hate that. I have a question for you guys. Does Becky still have it in the ring? Not where she was a couple years ago, but she can still go to an extent. She's kind of like, ooh, what's a good comparison? God damn it. I feel AJ. like... In a, She's kind of like, like AJ. Like AJ. Well, I mean, she cuts back like AJ. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus. not where they, not where he was five years ago, but still pretty damn good. And, like, where he is now is better than 80% of the roster. Yeah. But not to their normal standard. That's where I'd put her. At a, at a big match... Like, we'll deliver. Yeah. 
I definitely wouldn't hate that match. The story would be interesting. I definitely would not hate it. I can't believe they've never done it, but yeah. I mean, I'm sure they did it once, like on a raw throwaway match, like three years ago. But you know what I mean? Yeah. They've never, yeah. They've never done it. The smosh finish somehow. Yeah. All right, let's do the mail, shall we? Let's do it. Let me see who we had on the list. We had Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Which I have a hard time. Uh, really? I just, I mean. Just because he held the belt the whole year doesn't mean he was good. Give me two just, great matches. I think if you're a champion that long, you should, I didn't say you should win. He should be in consideration, though, if you're a champion that long. He worked 11 times this past year. All year. He didn't win. Just say he should be in the, he should be on the list. Saying. There are nine movies nominated for the Oscars. Seven of them have no chance of winning, but <laughs> doesn't mean they weren't important. Yeah. We have Okada. Yeah. He had a Osprey. Social. That was my pick. Mm-hmm. And we picked uh, for the winner one Cody Rhodes. Mr. Rubel? So yeah, why you gonna... talk about that? Well, now I'm going to go to Corey. Why Osprey over Cody? Better matches, been more box office wise. I can't give anybody in WWE credit for box office, the letters. Sell the tickets. Like Barnum and Bailey. Doesn't matter who's there. The the company sold the tickets. You're going to a WWE show. Uh, he sold. He meant more to the matches that he was in in terms of putting butts in the seats. Plus, he just had better matches consistently all year. That's why. I don't hate it. It's one of those, like, uh, I had this debate about, like, uh, fighters of the year in boxing. Like, there's four of them right now, and I have a pick. But if one of the other ones win, you're not wrong. It's one of those kind of things. I, for me, it's just, it's hard. I just haven't seen much. I know Osprey is, fent- is one of the greatest wrestlers out there right now. It's just, for me, it's just not seeing a whole lot of him outside of AEW, which I will, you know, we get more of when he. Well, I was gonna say you don't watch that anymore. Like, is this gonna? I don't know. We're coming. It's like it's becoming more of a WWE only experience now. I still watch AEW all the time. But you didn't. That said, you had trouble watching it. No, no, no. I still watch it all the time. I just went through like the two weeks that I was like, I'm, I was just out of wrestling for that two weeks. Oh yeah, I've been there. <sighs> yeah. No, we're watching it weekly still. It's just that those two weeks ago, like a while back, I was just like, I just can't watch anything right now. I'm out. But no, I'm still in. I'm still in, dude. We have two more. Well, one more award, and then we're gonna announce the Hall of Fame. The no sell of the year, and that would be Corey. No selling Punk's return, and now finding out that Devin has tickets to go maybe see Punk. And oh, what a mark! 
yeah, the Pavlovian dog went and bought his tickets to go watch the Mark show with Mr. Mark. First of all, even without Punk, it's just, you couldn't pay me enough money to go sit in a three-hour fucking Raw. Like, watching those fucking long commercial breaks, and then somebody comes out to the ring, and then they go back to fucking five minutes of interviews. That person's got to sit there in the ring with their thumb up their ass, twiddling around. Then they'll put the lights back on, and the music will come back on, and they'll have to act like they've been happy and jiving the whole damn time. It, ugh. The way they shoot it now just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I I I did see that they're uh promoting uh you know punk. Like guess who's coming? It's like I'll wait for that to happen. But I'm uh yeah, I can't do that anymore. No. I my son was like, Man, he's gonna be in Portland. I was like, Yeah, that's sucks for you. I I would not go see him. Yeah, I th- I think one of the uh, many reasons it killed us was the uh, uh, karma crying. We had um, that raw was Sh- terrible. Big Show trapped under the car for the entire show, and it wasn't was even the funny was, side. That was the last raw I went to. Same Not here. Then, that was 2011. No, you went to Hogan's Raw thing in 2014. Oh. Okay, that was my no, last that was, one. No, it wasn't Joe. Was we also went to one in 2017 with Jeff. Wait, what? We went to one with in, with Jeff. Which one was that? that? Half show or Raw? No, Raw. Right before we left. Oh. Uh, I I like honestly have no recollection of that. I only I remember it because I don't know what happened. I just know that Finn Balor came out and I got up and went to the bathroom. I was like, well, there's my cue to take a piss. Yeah, I have no recollection of going that <laughs> like last one with Jeff. Like, sir, like my mind with the raw events, like the I know the Karma one, the Big Show. I honestly thought the the Hogan one was before that, but no, that's 2014. I do like the one with uh, Jeff. No recollection. Was that a SmackDown? No, it was raw. No, it was it was raw. Mm. Yeah, I don't. It was a good one. It was, you could tell it was a good one. Yeah, right. Well, you know what's a good one is the uh, No Cell Hall of Fame. Well, I like. I think Mike should induct the first person. The the. The uh, the pro wrestler that had pro wrestler okay yeah that had really given his due to the business I think it's only fair <laughs> I think it's only fair uh, and I'm actually going to send you gentlemen uh, behind the scenes here a text message uh, <laughs> in just a second um, this person uh, has meant a lot to pro wrestling has also meant a lot to us as a podcast. Uh, the amount of time we've spent talking about this performer, uh, it's not the most, but it's it's near the top. Like, if there was a Mount Rushmore of, like, no-sell topics, he would be on there, probably, like, to be honest. Yeah, probably. Yeah, no, there's no uh, doubt about that. Not to mention that he is, he's an award winner for the no-sellies. He's won an award. Yep. 
Wait, what the hell's going on here? He's part of a legendary tag team. He also has a son who's the host of this current show. Your Hall of Fame induction is Marty Jannetty. Can I veto this? Because uh, <laughs> this is some horse hockey. Don't worry. He gave us all, and this is his, his 15 minutes of fame. Because you know he ain't going into that more publicized <laughs> Hall of Fame. Not not when he's alive, when he can still talk into a microphone, he won't be. But Joe, uh, he's so, up to... Oh, go ahead. Hold on, Corey. Before you go on, I'm going to send you both a text message. So I watched that Iron Claw movie, which I will save our review until these gentlemen watch it. Uh, yeah. We're going to differ. I'll just spoil that part. The person who played Carrie Von Eric, I'm going to send you this picture. I want you to zoom in. Tell me it is not that he doesn't look like Carrie Von Eric. He looks like Marty Janeri. I want you guys to look at this picture. This is what he looked like in the movie. Like okay. the entire time I was like, this is, he's playing, this is, this looks like Marty Janetti. I, I feel like we should protest this. I feel like there should what be. What are you talking yeah, about, Joe? It does look like Marty Janetti. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. Hmm. Joe, you used to do every week, update us on Marty Janetti. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because it's the downfall. You go watch, you go, you go listen to Party with Marty, and you come back to me with a weekly uh, update on his ass. I tried. Spotify closed. <laughs> it wouldn't let me finish the episode. Spotify's, Spotify's like, like nah, dude, dog, I'm not doing this to you. <laughs> I don't even want to go through this. <laughs> I think it's a worthwhile fucking induction, personally. But Joe, yeah. We're not done yet. Nope. We're not. It wouldn't be right if Marty Jannetty went into the Hall of Fame all by himself now, would it? I think it would no. be. No. I think it so, would be. Already in the Hall of Fame, of course, is the uh, the wonderful uh, producer of yeah. uh, this entire uh, enterprise uh, yeah. producers in. Yes. Who, um, who does amazing uh, work behind the scenes. To make uh, the three of us and other people sound as good as we possibly can, yep. uh, which is honestly a thankless task. But she's got help from time to time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been people around her that have helped her do certain things. People who have been the backbone of No Sale yep. Entertainment, the uh, people who have been the heart and soul, someone who has never given up on no sell and its endeavors who's believed in it from day one mm-hmm. who's been that, a true champion, from day one who's been a true champion of no sell entertainment joe i think it's only fitting that we welcome ricky marticelli into, it. Damn into it. the hall of fame absolutely welcome aboard savior I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew, knew what you guys were fucking gonna do, and I was just wondering who's who's the name gonna be. Uh, I mean, to one. be fair, I did volley for AJ Cervantes. To be fair, I, I okay next next year maybe. Christ, <laughs> this is like Jeez. the Hall of Fame year that like Joe's no sells. It's like no, nope. yeah. no, I'm out. No, uh, we don't talk about Joe- that year. Joe's trying to get that no sell award next year. What he's trying to do? Joe no sells the announcement. Got it. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I don't know, Joe. I think those are two deserving inductees into the NOSA Hall of Fame. Somehow I don't, but you know, <laughs> I think <laughs> right. How how dare you turn your back on your father? Both of them. I mean, Marty Gennetti is your father, and I've heard you call Ricky your daddy. That's right. That's so, right. God damn it. He just wants everybody to love each other and love wrestling. What's the wrong with that, Joe? This crazy time we live in? I think as we head into 2024, we need that more than ever. <laughs> mm. Well, I don't know. My fr- yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you did. You you. Don't worry, Joe. There's an excellent chance you get in before Jeff. Yeah, I don't think so. I feel like somehow, some way, if there's a God, I. Well, I mean, once we get through Devin and AJ yeah, and, and Keith, AJ, yeah, Keith, yeah, yeah, and and one of your cats, one of the cat, Frank, Charlie, one of them, yep. Your snow, your snowball, Mike. Yep. The snow. <laughs> Wait, why did that make it? Props to the snowball. Snowball, Mike. <laughs> it started it all. <laughs> you can hear we everybody had, in one room. We got to induct all the shows that didn't last. The four quarters. Yeah, four quarters, yeah. Yep, soon enough. <laughs> Year 40. You'll go in right after the WrestleMania 32 episode. <laughs> Now we're just getting now we're now now yeah we're gonna get that going. All right, what are we gonna do? Uh next year is gonna be uh you know episode sixteen of you know uh oh no the uh we can do I the mean, episode the episode of a uh, superstar snapshot that got uh, banned on SoundCloud. Yeah. The AJ so, Styles one came back. So Joe, the thing is, we have to induct somebody who was responsible for paging the package. Of course, yeah. The, Wait, what? The the greatest, I don't know, 10 minutes of ad lib maybe in the history of podcasting. Oh, yeah, I, it's, I, it's up there. I cannot tell you guys, and I'm not being hyperbolic at all. I was driving on the interstate. And I almost crashed. I was laughing so hard. I had to pull over on the left-hand side shoulder because it wasn't safe for me to get to the right. <laughs> yes. I. It's it's one of the proudest moments for me is Paige in the package. Um, (laughs) Right below it, right below it is Ming's abortion clinic. I mean, there it is. Yeah. That was a wild show we had. (laughs) Uh, The good times. You know, fans, you want to judge us? You tried to watch Nitro from 99. You can talk about it. I was going to say, you know what? You can say what you want, but uh, Nitro gave us all the classic bits we still talk about. There ain't one from Raw. That uh, Raw was too good most of the time. It was always the better show to talk about than it was a fucking train wreck. I take you back to '96 Raw, sir. I was there for that. I have no recollection <laughs> of that. I can tell you from personal experience, Joe had trouble getting through '96 Raw. Yeah, it was no no bueno. But. <laughs> You guys are talking about the Monday Night War stories, which you can listen to at NoCellEntertainment.com. We have our uh, Mount Rushmore portion of the show. And what is it this week? Memorable Uh, Nitro Moments. There it is. Uh, I'm going to start, I think. 
And to be honest, this should be on all one, every one of yours. However, I'm going to go with uh, Scott Hall's debut. Yep. That's automatically on there. It's got to be. May 27th, 1996. Uh, there's not many times you could say that something happened that changed wrestling. There's one of them. You all know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. My God. What a, what a fucking moment. Sports a classic. I, uh, classic. I was... I wasn't even 10 yet. I was turning 10 in like a week and a half when that happened. And so I obviously was not keyed in on the business. And I was like, wait a minute. Dude, why, why, was, is Razor, why is Razor Ramon on Nitro? I was 16 and I was like, what the hell's going on? What the fuck? <laughs> Whoa. That, that, that shit was, was wild. And I remember the the week after Nash debuted, during the main event of Raw, they had Vince McMahon say, like right in the middle of Jake Roberts versus fucking Triple H, I think, in the King of the Ring qualifying match. Uh, Just to make it clear, there are a couple of performers on the opposition's TV. Uh, They no longer work for the World Wrestling Federation. I just want to make that abundantly clear. Hmm. Uh, And you were just like, whoa. Because <laughs> you were like, why is the announcer saying that? Because it wasn't like, yeah, published that he was the owner yet. So you're like, that's weird. <laughs> it's just such a weird thing. So yeah, that's definitely Joe. Was that on yours? It wasn't, was it, Joe? No, it, it was. It was. Okay. I I, I like, went through. Joe was like, I, I went Scott through. Hall? I went through a lot. <laughs> And a lot of it is just because of uh, war stories. And it's a lot of it's just our jokes. So I have one that kind of piggybacks off the Scott Hall one. Mm-hmm. And I th- it's the night the Outsiders invaded the back lot mm. of Disney MGM. Mm-hmm. That's on mine as well. Yep. Lawn darted Ray. Macho oh. Man jumps on top of the limo and tries to get through the roof. Fighting everybody. <laughs> yep, that's on my list. Uh, it's what every like NXT parking lot kidnapping is trying to reach, and it never gets there. They've never, yeah, they never have have recreated it right. Damn, that's now I want to go back and watch all that shit. Right, uh, same. All right, we're doing the war stories. Here are your first folks. Oi, oi. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Uh, so when you got one? Yeah, I do. <laughs> and this comes off uh, one of our jokes. Um, I don't. We well, we get the debut of someone. Speaking of debut, uh, we get the debut of Switchblade Steve Borden as when it's the Wolfpack attacking the NWO's limo. Oh yeah! And he pulls the Switchblade out out of nowhere. Starts. Action the tires. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, who can stay at night? What are we doing? Yeah. When this uh, guy, like, he, he just pops out of nowhere. I was like, look at this. That late era 98 Wolfpack was unhinged, man. During the yep. summer, they were like too cool for school. But then, like, late September, October, <coughs> they're they're pulling switchblades out. They're turning limos over. They're fucking fighting all over the back Dude, parking lot. Plus, 
Has there ever been anything in wrestling more off-putting than Lex Luger in red and black face paint? No, no. No. <laughs> um, my favorite part of that is like he's like because he's got like jeans on, so he's holding the switchblade like right. So you can see like they're like fighting, and the cameraman's getting up close, and all of a sudden you just see Sting's hand go out, and Luger hands him a switchblade. <laughs> And then Sting just flumes it out and starts like, cutting tires and shit. I just I just wish it was wrapped in a towel like they were actually in prison. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, who gave Sting a shiv? Conan <laughs> uh, uh, was mugging the entire black and white B team. So great, dude. So great. Uh, uh so I got to tell you, uh, my favorite Nitro moment is what I'm going to say now, which is shocking considering who it's going to include. Uh, that would be in September of 1988 when Ric Flair returns. That's a great moment. Yes, That's on is. my list, too. You can't find me. Mortifier. Woo. Uh, let's see if I can do it. Uh, Bischoff, you're a liar. You're a cheat. You're a scam. You are a no good son of a bitch. Yep. Uh, you could tell he fucking hated Bischoff. Oh my God. It was so real and visceral. And that, that was... that's like a hero's welcome when he returns. And you know what? I always thought, they, you know, at this point, they were starting to lose their shit, right? They'll lose their ability yeah. to do good. But I always mm-hmm. thought one of the little assets I liked about this is when Bischoff comes out, he's not wearing the NWO stuff. He's just wearing like, no. a golf shirt. Like he's wearing with a little Turner logo on it. So he's like, yep. he's not in character Bischoff. He's like, fuck you. What are you doing, guy? I, I, that was a nice little touch, I thought. It, it's on my list, but I didn't put it on my list because I know I knew I felt like someone would put this down. Does anybody go after, like, when they change the logo to the new WCW? Does anybody have anything from past that? Because I don't. Uh, no. No. But I'll tell you, my last one that I have, I mean, I've got a couple of other, like, honorable mentions, but this is the last thing that was firmly going on my list no matter what. Yeah. It's like the week before they changed the logo. (laughs) It's Bret Hart in the ring, and he quits WCW. Goldberg comes out and spears him and he's unconscious. Mm. And Bret slowly gets up and he has the metal plate under his shirt. Mm. And then he says, Bischoff, I quit. That's my so last good. one. So good. That was so good. Um, uh, I, mm. What should I do now? Okay. Um, another moment I really liked, and this is a small one, like, so I could, I'll just do back to back because of it. Wait, hold on. Is it on your list? Yes, this one is. Okay. These two are on my list, but one's just something, again, stupid from the war stories. And, you know, I just want to say it. Um, Luger posing in his entrance yep. with Giant and Haystack wrestling, fighting beyond him, and he's just fucking posing. In the top five moments of the war stories for me. Yes. Yep. Same. Easily. Ah. Is the Luger just standing there posing as if nothing's happening while these two 400 pound dudes are like brawling right in front of him. 
Just, he's just hit the pyro. The hit the pyro. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that moment. What else um, you got, Doug? I have one more. So what else you got? Um, it might be on your list. I don't know. NWOs. It's my spot. That was my other honorable mention. Yeah. Uh, it's not on mine. I I enjoyed it, not to the level you guys did. I did enjoy it though. <laughs> um, mine also includes somebody who I can't fucking stand, just like my last pick. But it's he's still an all-time great. It's still on my list. That is Jericho's one thousand and one holds. That was fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Um, I know, and I know we jokingly said it, but you know, for me, it's also you know, Paige in the package, Sting stealing the cop car. <laughs> What's he doing? He's still a cop car. Um, and my uh, my last like my last honorable mention thing was Raven and Canyon in that video. It was like, what a mark, what a buffoon. <laughs> Um, an honorable mention, and it goes to the uh, Monday Night War Stories joke. When Sting realizes that it's Alex right in the ring. Yeah, fuck this, I'm out of here. But I literally, I literally started doing, I think I did this Saturday morning, and I just couldn't, like, stop, like, right oh, yeah. now. That'd be cool. Oh, that'd be good. Oh, that'd be a good one. Oh, what about but this none one? of us. None of us picked the never-ending Roddy Piper picking his team. It's Spencer. on my list. It's I thought about it. It's I did think about it. Like I literally put that down for what twenty-minute segment of. Oh. You're being generous. Twenty-minute. But it did take for our. It did take forever. So. I thought time stopped moving. No, I. I think I read about it. I think it took 28 minutes, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah, 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 yeah. All I know is that when it started, they were still on the first Doctor Who, and when it concluded, <laughs> they were on the fourth Doctor Who. And then it did not matter at all the following week. Yeah, such a... It's like, now nah, you're taking a, horsemen, son of a bitch. Such a terrible story. They're like, well, no, we can't do any of this again. I... I'm surprised you guys didn't pick the uh, Hulk Hogan beach promo. I thought it's about up it. There. It's up there. I, I thought about it. <laughs> I mean, like, wow. That was like episode three or something. It was so homeless, early. Homeless, uh, homeless rock star. Jibber jabbering between them. I mean, first of all. At the time, Hogan and Savage weren't exactly easy to understand either. They had gone into full <laughs> coke mode. Yeah. So you had three people, all on different planets, all talking at the same time. <laughs> it, it was amazing. Now, there again, this is one of those things that I tried to be like, okay, what about this? What about this? Okay, I'll put this what? down. What this proves is that for all of its blunder, Nitro was still way more fun to watch than oh. Raw. Oh yes. Uh, I mean, I mean Corey and I, Corey knows him and I are WCW lifers, so yeah. I uh, there, there I mean, were, we like, talked about it on the War Stories. Like we watched that last episode. I watched it live, and I did. You know, I just kind of dealt. I was like, ah, that sucks. Whatever. I moved on with life. But we watched it for the War Stories. It bummed me out watching that last episode. It did. That sucked. It was not yeah. fun. Yeah. 
It was. It's the only wrestling show I I can think of that was way more depressing watching in hindsight than real time. Yeah. Because uh, in real time, it had been so bad for so long. I think it was just kind of like a, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> Can't defend it. It's done. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, man. Like, Terrible. if I had to put anything over after the year 2000, you know, after the logo switch, you know. Um, <laughs> I have one. Mine... <laughs> Mine would like maybe be like the bad, like the two spots. There's two. It's when uh when Nash had to go through the, um, like the new breed and new blood, and he like the ref started counting after the power bomb instead of putting a leg down. And then when they tried to, then when they tried to pour blood on him and they missed him by, and they missed him completely. (laughs) He's like really, (laughs) he had to move into it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> a couple uh, of mine involve Hall t- or Hall and Nash too. There's, there's them taking on the porn stars. Yeah, yep. And then of course, drunken Hall and Nash going around asking anybody if they've seen Goldberg. <laughs> you used to speak Spanish. Ask them if they've seen Goldberg. Uh, the one that I thought of was the greatest acting performance of our generation when Sid comes out to find his car smash. Goldberg. Yeah. No! Yeah, that's fantastic. That is fantastic. Why, God, and I, why? And then the next week, cuts the promo where he's he's twice the man Nash's, but half as smart or something. Like that. You know, I'm, I'm half, half the, the I'm brains half that you yeah. do. Yeah, that's right. I just love that. Like young young people saw TikTok has discovered that Sid performance, and yeah. now it's fucking everywhere. <laughs> Goldberg! Why? God, why? <laughs> oh, man. There's Because, like, uh, like, they always had Sid show up on, like, this fucking two-door Toyota Tracel. Or some right? shit. <laughs> oh, man. The biggest dude in the smallest fucking car. They should yeah. have had him coming to VW. Our, our weekly rent a, rent a vehicle for Sid, and it's like a fucking, you know, uh, one, you know, two-door car. Oh. Why Goldberg? Why? There's a like couple. I, I mean, there's there's the entire roster lined up to see if Disco can get fired. I think that was on Thunder, though. Sadly, it was. Uh, there's there's Scott Steiner going to business for himself and cutting that scathing promo on Ric Flair. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, oh, wonderful Nitro. There's Miss Elizabeth claiming Goldberg was stalking her. Oh yeah, and then, yeah. And then the cops are like, "Wait a minute!" So You're he dumb. was at his own gym, and you traveled together, so you were in the same hotel. And she's yeah, like, and, "Oh, well, yeah, but." <laughs> and you both work here. And then, well, even that's... though it was across the street, it took Goldberg a half hour to get back to half the hour. Yep. Well, good God! Right, that oh, was like... One last one. One last one. Okay. Remember that weird month in like March '99, where the first hour of Nitro became all like backstage vignettes. Yeah, yeah. And Hogan, Hogan and Nash went out to dinner with those two hot chicks, and coerced them into fucking David Flair. And yep. <laughs> and it was Tori Wilson as one, but she was like Sam or something yeah. at the time. It yeah. was terrible. Oh yeah, I uh, that one whole month of just uh, segments. 
that was a rough month of Nitro to get through. Yep. Well, well, thank you for making me now want to rewatch uh, Nitro from uh, you know ninety six right. to you know ninety eight. Good years, the good yeah, years until the logo change. Watch the bad years, you cowards. We already have. We already have. Yeah, we went through it. So what's Where's next week's uh, Mount Rushmore? All right, so I'm gonna switch it up a bit. It is wrestling, okay? Oh but, God. What What do you think is gonna be? Top four Marty Jannetty matches? No, God no. What's a Hall of Famer? God right. damn it! You never take no. it away from him. Okay, no. My somebody, I did somebody out there to edit Marty Jannetty's Wikipedia, so it says no set Hall of Famer. I'll kill anybody. Um. How do I want to put it? So I'm going to do something different in a way. Of, it, worries me, it worries me that you can't figure out how to explain it. Well, it's easy. It's going to be wrestling theme songs. However, like low-key ones. So not what? NWO, not Hogan, not DX. Not Austin or Rock. Not Austin or Rock. So... Like, your your top so second your, tier is what you're telling me. Yes, second tier theme songs. It could be Third anybody. Third tier. I'm a uh, I'm a substance some plagiarism here, Joe. What does that mean? <laughs> huh? What does that mean? I like huh? it. I like it. Oh, I'm. Oh, yeah. Okay. So second, yeah. So you know, no, you know. I'm gonna go for the bottom. I'm going to go for third or fourth tier. There you go. No, uh, yeah. Any tier. How about any tier but first tier theme music? How about that, okay? And it could be anybody. It could be any uh, company. Just not the big ones. I. I. All right. We good, Booble? You good with that one? Oh, we're good. All right. Okay. I'm trying to think of how many songs Janetti has had. Well, he had. Didn't he have. Who do you have? In <laughs> WCW. They had that I'm one gonna... theme song that was everybody's. Oh, he had Stunning Steve's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which might end up Everybody being had online. That. Yeah, which <laughs> might end up being online. So hold on. So, yep. so clarification then, can I pick the Patriots? If you want. <laughs> I mean, not, yeah, technically. Technically. Or it could be angles, who knows, you know, depending on well, how you, you said want you to said that top tier, buddy. So I'm picking the Patriots. Well, well the, the Patriots version is terrible, so. Because you hate America? Is that why? Yes. That's Joe fair. was staunchly Team Canada during the Heart Foundation run. Weren't you too? Leave me alone. Well, I, I think you were too, Corey. To yeah, be honest. I think uh, yeah, was. I was. I was. <laughs> but anyway, well, Corey, um, a big bulldog fan. He's gonna win whether he wants to or not. <laughs> you know you want me. Alienation of affection. Oh yeah. I've only got one line to hint at. Mine is. I mean, this is a no-brainer for me. From Montreal to Memphis, parlez-vous français. That's all I got to say. Okay. Well, you get your 
Well, well, it's a big show. Well, you can get your tickets now for Power Pro Wrestling's, and the winner is at powerprowrestling.com. It's on Saturday, January 13th. You get your tickets now. Uh, you can also buy them at nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com, where you can find all the things we do for you. You can find us all on the social medias on Facebook, Twitter, X, uh, the Instagram, and the Discord. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. 